Ecclesiastes 10.10 is our focus today. If the axe is dull and one doesn't sharpen its edge, then one must exert more strength. If the axe is dull and its edge unsharpened, more strength is needed. Heavenly Father, speak to us today through your word. Teach us today beyond my words. Speak to the hearts. Change our lives. Through Christ I pray. Amen. The phrase I want to first of all focus on there is the word strength. More strength is needed. Um, How often is it that people talk about being burnt out? Maybe it's because they're actually starting to feel burnt out. Maybe often it's because they're afraid. It's like this big ghost that is haunting us. The fear that if we work too hard, we might burn out. We sometimes have people that are afraid to to ask people to sacrifice too much. Well, we don't want people to burn out. And maybe that should be a concern sometimes, I understand. But Ecclesiastes 10.10 is really candid. There are times in life when more strength is needed and it's not because we're working too hard. I mean, it's not because we're doing work that shouldn't be done. It's not because we've taken responsibilities that we shouldn't take. It's because the ax is dull. And the reason, how often is it that people are getting burned out and they blame the work when they really should Blame the axe and its dullness. See, the problem with this, the problem that Solomon writes here is not that more strength is needed. The problem is the axe is dull. The solution isn't, oh, we should chop less wood. You know, oh, we should try to get less accomplished. The solution is sharpen the axe. You know, quit blaming the work for your fatigue if the reality behind your fatigue is your own lack of discipline in not sharpening the axe in the first place. How much kingdom work does not get accomplished because people are so focused on their fear of not having enough strength rather than being concerned about sharpening the axe? How much meaningful service do we miss out on in our life? How much meaningful impact on the kingdom and other people do we miss out because the work is too hard and rather than sharpening the axe or rather than having done the preparation process so that the work wouldn't be so hard, we have frittered away time. We've not sharpened the axe when the time for sharpening was so when the, act, the work gets difficult and we get tired, we quit. We take less responsibility. The lessons here are obvious. First of all, Ecclesiastes is warning us, prepare, because the axe is dull. Kind of reminds me of basketball. Um, People are shocked probably to find out that I actually played basketball, started basketball when I was in in junior high. And um, I remember playing a couple of overtime games. Now, when you play a full four 
four quarters, you're kind of conditioned for that, although you're tired by the end of the fourth quarter. But then you go into the overtime. Overtime is when your conditioning pays off. Often the teams that do well, that can still shoot in overtime are the teams that have well-conditioned legs, well-conditioned you know, um, lungs, because their coach prepared them in practices. They worked hard in practices. They did the extra sprints, the extra, you know, the line drills. And it really pays off when strength is needed in overtime to win the game. I think about my dad. Um, my dad was n not the tallest kid on the team, but he was often leading scorer on his team, one of the best basketball players. That I've had older people tell me, oh, your dad was one of the best basketball players in Crawford County in his day. Um, but dad wasn't more than five foot eight, but he was in better condition than everybody else. He had stronger legs and stronger arms than everybody else because before school, he worked the farm. After school, he worked the farm. After practice, basketball practice, usually he didn't have a ride home, and so that would mean he would have to walk five miles. But that walk, he would he would like run up, uh, from one pole to another, run, run two poles and walk between the next pole, a couple of poles, and then he'd run and then he'd walk for five miles. So, so dad not only had the extra preparation, of his body to be in condition because of working the farm, he also had the extra conditioning because of the running after practice. So when it comes to games, guess who's in the best shape when it comes to playing basketball? My dad would have been. And I'm convinced that one of the reasons my dad was a great athlete was not necessarily just because he had great athletic ability, but because he was conditioned. The ax was prepared, the ax was sharper. So when strength was needed and others didn't have it, he had the strength. Ecclesiastes is warning us there's going to come a time when more strength is needed. Sharpen the axe today. See, the less obvious lesson here at this moment, it's not just a lesson against laziness, it's a lesson against pragmatism. The thing about sharpening the axe, it's not an urgent thing that needs to be done. I remember years ago, Stephen Covey wrote that book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, and he talked about this quadrant one activities. They're activities that are urgent, but unimportant. You know, and they're, it's so easy for people to spend all of their time on things that are urgent and unimportant, fires that they just keep putting out. Now, long-term, they're not gonna make a big difference, but they, they feel like you're doing something right now. And then there are those activities that are not urgent, but important. These are the activities that if you neglect them at the moment, nobody's going to notice. You know, I just spent August um, preparing for the fall, didn't get everything done, didn't get a lot of stuff done I didn't want to get done, but I did write five sermons. See, I did realize that, I mean, I, there, I, if I don't get ahead of my sermon writing, then when the times of crisis come, when other things really need attention and, and, my, and my energy, I won't have it because I have to focus so much on writing sermons. But I spent August, among other things, writing sermons. So now I have five, the next five sermons are already written. Um, those are 
important things, but not urgent. In August, I do reading. I try, I try to read books that I may not have time to, to read otherwise. Um, what are the urgent things? What, what are the things that are important, but not urgent? Those are the things that sharpen the axe. But what we tend to do, we live in this pragmatic time that gives attention to things. Well, what feels good? What will get the immediate best results? And if we can't see an immediate best, an immediate result, we, uh, the temptation is to not give it the time. And as a result, when the time is needed for strength, when, the, when, when more strength is needed and the ax is needed to be sharpened, the ax is dull, the preparation hadn't been done, more strength is needed, you just feel like giving up. Premarital counseling is a great example of this. If you get married at New Life, we require premarital counseling. Why? Because the success rates in marriages are amazingly different. It's like um, people who've gone through premarital counseling, you know, tend to do, you know, like six, seven, eight times better than people that don't. But you know who always does the best in premarital counseling? Uh, people who are the most mature, people who have a long-term view of marriage. But if people don't have that long-term view, they think, eh, premarital cancel. Eh, I'm not going to put the time into it. I'm not going to give the energy to it that, because it's just not, because they don't see the urgent need. They don't give it the diligence that it's due. The ax does not get sharpened before the wedding. And then when strength is needed, it's not available because the ax is dull. And you can blame other people and you can blame God, but really it's because you chose to be pragmatic. You chose to do what was urgent and unimportant, less important than that which was not urgent, but most important. Tithing is a great example of this. Jesus said, where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. But how many people say, I'm not going to tithe because I can't afford it. Now, who can afford to tithe? You know, what was the, since when was the purpose of tithing, afford, being able to afford it? What tithing does is it causes us to put God first with our finances. You cannot serve both God and money. And so you put God first in your finances. You put first in your giving. And then what happens? You do that weekly, you do that monthly, and weekly you have to trust God to provide. Weekly you have to trust God to answer your prayers. Weekly you find yourself, or maybe monthly, or maybe maybe it's not monthly, but, but from time to time, it requires you to say, God, I don't know how we're going to do this, but in obedience we're going to put you first in our finances. And in the process of tithing, when it's not urgent, when it's not easy, okay, you just do it as a matter of quadrant to important but not urgent god sharpens your faith he sharpens your trust in him he deepens the relationship with him so that you learn to trust him more so when those time come when those other times come and it's not about money and it's like can i trust god can i believe in god you're going through some suffering and god doesn't answer your prayer and more strength is needed so often the strength that is needed isn't there. And it's not because God wouldn't prepare people for that, but it's because 
they didn't sharpen the axe through a discipline like tithing. And so when the time comes when more strength is needed, the axe is dull. And the faith is not there. The peace is not there. And it's not God's fault. See, tithing isn't pragmatic. But if you live for the pragmatic, what works? The axe will be dull when you need strength. Weekly worship and communion is the same thing. Weekly, daily prayer, daily Bible study. These certainly are not things that are urgent. You certainly can get away with, you know, missing some Sunday mornings because you're on vacation, because you're at the beach, because you want to golf, because something else is more important to you. It's not urgent, but it's important to sharpen the axe. What happens over and over and over again is that people don't make worshiping God a priority. They don't make communion a priority. They don't make Bible study daily a priority. They don't make prayer a priority. And then when the moment when spiritual strength is needed, they don't have it. The axe is dull. And they try to pound and they pound and they pound and pound with a dull axe, wondering why they're not seeing fruitfulness, why they're not getting the peace from God that they want, the joy from God that they want, the wisdom from God that they want. Well, the problem isn't in the, the problem isn't in that moment when you're using a dull axe to get it to work. The problem is you didn't sharpen the axe. So when the time the strength is needed, it's not there. It takes so hard. It, it takes it, your work is so much harder because your axe is dull. Let's not forget the consequences of a dull act. Axe. You ever try to cut something with a dull knife? It doesn't cut. It just tears. You ever try to pound wood with a dull axe? <laughs> you, you swing it as hard as you want. Uh, try to try to split wood with a sledgehammer. You know you're not going to get much wood splitting done. You're going to get a lot of smashing of wood done. And there are a lot of people that spend their entire lives spiritually. God would sharpen your axe, but you don't. And so when the time of spiritual sharpness is needed, basically you have a sledgehammer that does you no good, demands a lot of energy, and leaves you worn out. When the axe is dull, it's edge unsharpened, more strength is needed. But with wisdom comes success. Trouble comes to every life, and your axe is dull. If your axe is dull, trouble wins. Opportunities for building, opportunities for impact come. Every day, every life, every year, if your axe is dull, the opportunities will be lost because it's going to require strength that you don't have, and you're going to miss the opportunity. Don't blame the fact that more strength is needed. Accept responsibility that the axe has been neglected. Today, sharpen the axe, even though it's not urgent. What does it look like for you today? to sharpen the ax, and then tomorrow to sharpen the ax. Do what is not urgent, but important. Do what is not pragmatic. You may not see an immediate result for it, but it is, it'll pay off so many dividends in that day when more strength is needed.
If the axe is dull, the edge unsharpened, one must exert more strength. However, the advantage of wisdom is that it brings success. Heavenly Father, we are challenged to sharpen the axe today. I thank you that these people are watching this video because they want to sharpen the axe. Lord, help us to do the things today that are not fires, that are not apparently obviously urgent, but are most important knowing that you want to prepare us for the day, for the opportunity where the axe needs to be sharp. Help us, Lord, not to live like this world, not to live like people who don't know you, but to walk as wise who know you. Through Christ we pray. Amen. Thanks for joining us. I hope you pray for lost people. Who are your lost friends that you're praying for and looking for opportunities to have a spiritual conversation? May God bless you in that.